0: Welcome to Reality of Faith and Wisdom. My name is Yuri. Thank you for watching this podcast. And today we're going to be talking about chasing money. Yes, chasing money. Uh, I'm 40 years old. I've been a businessman pretty much my whole life since I was 18 uh, years of age. I uh, had many failures, many businesses that uh, went out of business, and uh, not not so many, maybe few, uh, and many businesses that succeeded. And I've also helped out other businesses, and uh, I've started around 12 or 13 businesses, helped other people to start their own business and and, uh, uh, become somewhat successful in life. And uh, when I was preparing for this podcast, Actually, this podcast kind of came out of the blue. I, I out of uh out of something that I never thought about. But uh uh I saw something in the story of a prodigal son that I have never seen before. And I've chased money in my life. I've chased money. Literally, I've chased money, and when you're chasing money, you will never get to the point of having money. Uh because that's not that's not what you need to chase. You need to chase after your purpose, your dream, after living life uh, with joy and peace, and everything else is byproduct. I think the money is byproduct. I think this, you know, if you want to have a title and become somewhere in career or in industry, business. Everything else is byproduct. The reward is byproduct of your journey. And I said this a couple of podcasts before, we can't just focus on the outcome in the end uh, and not enjoy the journey because we ne- we will never get to the end. We will never get to that reward. If the only thing we see is I want to get to there, I want to get to there because when you get to there, you realize that, that there is uh, nothing there. There's nothing there. And some of you are Christian. Some of you, maybe not. Maybe you still stumble upon this podcast. And uh, and uh, so let me explain the story of a prodigal son. The uh, story of a prodigal son is Jesus telling a proverb and a story that there, there there's there was a father who had two sons. And father had two sons. <clears throat> One son was very, uh, had a heart of a servant, a humble man, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> it depends how you look at it. And the other one was a little bit on the wild side. And uh, the first son was older and he was working uh, in his father's house and he was tending to the flock and farming and doing everything that his father wanted to do. But the other one was a little younger. And when he got to the point of being adult, he he came to his father and said, hey, give me some, give me my inheritance. Give me whatever you can give me and uh, let me do my own thing. Now, it if you read it in in this way, you're like, well, the other son wasn't really chasing money. But when I'm saying chasing money, it's not just I need more money, I need more money, I need more money, I need more money. Chasing money could be, man, I just want to live on my own, I want to spend them, I spend on my own without even realizing how much money it takes. Chasing money can be, man, I just want to do whatever I want to do, leave me alone, and I want to go travel without realize, realizing how much. How much money takes to travel? Chasing money is—it could be, uh, man. I just want to um, have this status, and, and only f- and the only way for me to have the status is to have this car and to have this bike, more uh, motorcycle, or to have this. When I have this, it gives me status, right? Chasing money can come in in, in so uh, many ways, uh, we can chase money for status, for power, for uh, enjoyment, uh, and sometimes for pain. But there is a little verse and uh, that, that says in Luke chapter 15, verse 14, and I'll go back to the story and kind of explain the story. It says, about that time, money ran out and a great famine swept over the land and he began to starve. So it talks about the younger son. The younger son, as I said it earlier, came and said, well, give me my inheritance. I'm out. And he's living his life. He's living his life. Uh, man, he's hiring prostitutes. He's he's he's, he's uh, chilling in the nightclubs and whatever you can think of today, he's doing it. He's sinning all the way, but really, he's living for the money that his father gave him, without even realis- that, re- realizing that the end will come to that money. <laughs> there's going to be a last hundred dollar bill that you pull out and you realize there's nothing there. So in the way he was he was chasing this life that money can provide him. So he was chasing money. And right about that time that his money rent now, the Bible says, a great famine swept over the land. And it happens to way, I've never seen this verse because it happened to me so many times. Like you have money, you have this, you have, and, and then, and then there's an opportunity comes and maybe it's a good opportunity, right? not, not just a opportunity to blow, blow your money. And now now you don't have any, and then you, you invest in something and man, and something, something hits you and sweep you from underneath your, your, your feet and and you're in this place of starvation like oh my gosh I haven't thought of this maybe it's right before you have a lot of money and you're thinking man I'm gonna invest in here as soon as you put all the money in this portfolio and you invest something happens and you can't pull the money out you know within so many days there's always this perfect storm that happens with money and I truly believe it's a God's way of teaching us either money's going to have our mind our heart and soul or we will be having money in our hands and they're not gonna manipulate because money is just a tool. But right about that time, when prodigal son leaves his dad, squanders all his money, and money ran out, there's a great famine swept over all the land. Now, and here's, and here's what happened. Now, he doesn't have any money. He lived for the money, but now he doesn't have any at all. And so, and he was a child In a great establishment. His, uh, you know, I said establishment because his father had servants. His father had slaves in those days. His father had, I mean, his father was rich. So part of the prodigal son's identity was, I am a child of this wealthy guy. I'm a child of this, this Lord. And now he loses everything. When you're chasing money, number one thing that, that happens is you lose your identity. Because money is everything. And he now sees himself not as a child. He sees, sees himself as a servant. And he's just trying to fill, uh, man, his stomach. He just wants to eat now at this point. Man, just, just give me some, some food. Now, let me give you this first point that I want, I want you to remember. If you chase money, money will make you a slave and you will lose identity. Money will make you slave to what you're doing if you're chasing money. And because of that, you will lose even even idea of who you are. Sometimes I see so many intelligent people, they go after businesses and chase money, 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 and they end up committing a suicide 10 years later because they lost their business and and their identity was in the money. Uh, or some intelligent people, intelligent, wise, amazing friends The man, I'm going to go do something great and something happens right as you don't have any money something happens in their identity within the money so the moment you choose money and money is the primary reason that you live for, I just need more. I need retirement or even a retirement idea is stupid. Sorry. It's a rabbit trail, but, but think about it. you're living all your healthy lives, sixties, five years of, of your young, you, you have power, you have strength, you have health. And then, but you're settling for retirement, sixty five and over for for a pension from government. And that's what you're living for. I mean, it's, it's stupid. So, so number one, when you chase money, money will make you lose your identity and will make you a slave Become because the son, the prodigal son, he was okay with wh- with where he's at. He lost his identity. He's like, well, father's not going to accept me back. I'm not, I don't have that status that I had. I'm not a child anymore. I, I think I'm thinking I'm excommunicated. I'm forgotten. I'm done from that whole fam- family thing. He lost his identity. And then, then the second stage happened and he's just trying to, like I said, fill his stomach and he's trying to, uh, fulfill him with something that's unfulfilling. Pastor Anthony, our associate pastor in Impulse Church, he preached about this. And when he was preaching about this, just kind of, I was just like, wow, I have never seen, seen this. And he's trying to fulfill himself with pig's food, food. Uh, he's tending, he went, he went and actually hired himself a, as a, or, um, went and found a job to be a slave at, at someone's house and he's tending the pigs. He's basically giving food to pigs and tending them. And, and, and he doesn't, his pay is pig's food and he's trying to settle and, and for pig's food, that's how, ident- that's how, he, how much he lost his identity. He's trying to settle for, if only I can get enough of, of pig's food, I'll be fine. Something that's not giving him satisfaction, fulfillment. He's trying to fill himself with something that, that's not, that will never give you fulfillment. And number two, when you live for money, money will diminish you into nothing worse than the pig. You, you don't just, you won't just lose your identity, become a slave. Money wants to literally kill you. Because if you can't you can't serve two masters, by Bible says, right? You will you will uh, serve one and abandon the other, or you will serve you can't serve money or mammoth. That's what the Bible says. And God and money wanted to kill him, literally diminish him. I mean, think about eating pigs' food worse than the pig. I mean, pig eating first, pigs are eating first, and he's just getting leftovers. Identity's lost. He becomes a slave to his, real, to, to his new reality. This new reality is diminishing him, is making him nothing, truly nothing. And now with his lost identity, he comes to his sense, senses, but his senses are not there. And he said, well, I'm just going to go back to my father's house. I'm just going to be a slave. I'm just going to go back and be a slave. And for those people that know your uh, the story of, of prodigal son, he couldn't even finish that and, and father restored him back. So when you truly, instead of chasing money, when you chase you chase God, chase life worth living, chase journey not just the outcomes then then when you come to your father we always get more than we deserve and then that's my third point is that god restores our our identity dreams future and hopes for a better tomorrow like god always gives us more than we truly deserve i look at my life at all these businesses and some of them fail some of them succeeded some of them i still have now and and I don't deserve the life I'm living. I don't deserve. I have everything that I ever wanted in my life. I, I did all my bucket list and I realized God just wants, wants me to drink more. It's not, not about the money, but about my family, about my future, about the church, about podcasts, about things that I'm doing, the things that I'm passionate. I want to live life. I want to share my life experience with others. I want to encourage others. I I want to do the things that God called me to. And when I come back to God, just like he did, we always get more than we deserve. But the problem is, is when we get to this celebration point and our father, we come to the father and father restores us and he gives us ring, gives us rope. We forget where we were. We forget that we were with pigs eating pigs food. And we quickly leave that and go back to where we came from to get, catch a little bit of sin and we come back and we come back. And for sometimes we, we do that, and I've done that too. And here's the thing. If we out to forgive so many people and, and seven times 70, and if, we, if righteous, righteous man will fall seven times a day, Bible says, but get back up, your father will, re, will welcome you back even if you fail seven times a day. You see, when you chase your heart's desire, and I'm not talking about heart's desire, lust and, and, you know, and sex and drugs, and all. I'm talking about the desires that God has put it in your heart. Deep down inside, you've always been dreaming about something. You've always been thinking about your purpose, your meaning. When you start to chase that and when you start asking the father, father, give me a little bit of faith give me a little bit of faith to believe that i can get to that give me grant me wisdom that i can that i can walk towards that father will give us more and above and beyond but the problem is we and i want you to get this we've been um sort of living this reality of survival this almost survival mode this this this, this, this we're always surviving Everybody that that I talk to, it's like, well, I'm, you yeah, know, survived this week. I'm, I'm, you know, we're 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 survivalists instead of living life of beauty, of blooming and growing, and 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 because this is foreign to us, survival is very easy. You see, Brianna West, I'm reading this new book, and it's not a Christian book, but I love this book. Brianna West, um, uh, in her book Mountain Is You, talks about insecurity and self sabotage. And, and she said this, she says, if you grow up poor, we associate rich people with crooked people and with, with evil people. And even though you're, you only thing you're doing here as a poor man or poor woman, you're just surviving. You just, you just, you're just surviving. You're not living. You're surviving every single day, but you're wired to look at rich people as a crooked people. And you might not even know anybody who's rich, like None. But you automatically think this is who this is who they are, and I don't want to be that. You know, you look at middle class people as as lucky people. You know, they they got a breakthrough. I'm just waiting for mine, or I'm I, I'm not that lucky. And we again we associate ourselves, we identify with the poverty. And let me say this: I, I was going to say it in the end, but but. Chasing money can be also living in your poverty because the only thing you're doing, you're chasing that extra dollar to pay for the bills. It's not about being rich sometimes. Sometimes your survival is you're just chasing to pay the bills because it's never enough. enough. And, and, and you know, the b- 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 bills are coming, you missed the payment and you're just chasing that $3, $20, $100. Chasing money can be up here or it can be right here with no money at all because that's all we're doing we're surviving a lot of times. And, you know, if we're we're always not enough. We always think because our family didn't get anywhere, we won't get anywhere. You know, if my family were, were poor, my destiny is the same. If, uh, if my family were fat, well, I guess I end up the same way. If my family was sick, I end up the same way. If I, my family was all angry and pissed off people, you know, I'm gonna end up the same way. My family's depressed and I, I might end up the same. And you see, we were trained to be survivalists, to just surviving life instead of truly living and growing and, and blooming and, and enjoying life. And in, in that same book, she says this, there's only a certain amount of happiness that we allow ourselves to feel. I want you to catch that. She says, "This there's only a certain amount of happiness we allow ourselves to feel." And when she said this in the book, I'm like, "Wow, truly!" Because as soon as we get to the point that we we get some breakthrough or some bonus or some this some this, uh, the next thing is, man, it's been good for a while. Something something's bad is coming. You see, we are wired with this poor thinking poor mentality that that wired back into survival mode wired back in, because because that is there's no resistance when when things are already when bad things is happening and you can't pay the bills and you're always this you're always chasing money you all there is no resistance because you're you're full of all this crap excuse my french that's that's happening but but there's, there's, there is resistance in, in other area, and it comes from Brianna West, from the book, Mountain Is You. And, and she says this, we often feel resistance in the area that is going right in our life. We have a problem to solve, and resistance is usually nowhere to be found when we have a problem to solve. There's a problem, there is no resistance; it's nowhere to be found. But when we have something to enjoy, create, build, we are tapping into the part of our life that is trying to thrive instead of survive, and that is an unfamiliar place. and And that unfamiliar place could be very daunting. You see, but but at the same time, the unfamiliar places where discovery is of man, I. Did not know that I was able to do this. I did not know that I was able to reach this. I did not know that I had faith in me and wisdom in me to overcome this because unfamiliar places is where you bloom, is where you, is where you grow. You see, unfamiliar places is the dream. It's for better tomorrow. Unfamiliar places is a hope for future. Unfamiliar places is to live and enjoy life. Unfamiliar places is to look forward to every season of your life. Because the only thing you've been looking forward is how, is how to survive the next season. And this is what gets, gets to this last point that I wanna leave you for this podcast. And you see, rest, rest, I don't think it's a place. A rest is understanding how to live. You see, rest in, in Israel was the seventh day and you rest and it's, it's just a day, right? It's not a place. You, you take a time from your uh, week, to rest. Every 50 years, you have a year of rest. But see, rest, if you, in order for you to walk that out, you have to understand that. It's the way of life. Rest is sometimes being secure in yourself. And when you're sitting down and people saying, well, you're not doing anything. Rest and saying, you know what? I I understand my life. I'm going to give my 100% here and I'm going to give my 100% to rest physically as well. You see, in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 6, it says this, So God, God's rest, His rest, is there for people to enter. But those who first hear this good news fail to enter because they disobey God. And I love how it just clearly says, God wants to give you rest. And in that rest, you will find dreams, hopes, future, faith, wisdom. You, cause in the place of rest, that's when dreams starts to come, tr- come, come, come and, 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 uh, and bubble up from the, from the in- inside. When you're busy, when you're surviving, there is never a hope. There's never, you're just surviving. You're a survivalist. But when you're in a place of rest and now you're saying, all right, God, help me to understand me. Help me to understand who I am. Help me to understand the dreams that you already placed inside me. You see, God wants to give you, that's point number four. God wants to give you that rest. And that rest is found in understanding, not on your couch with the beer watching uh, your favorite show. Rest is understanding how to live. And in that rest, that's when you can find those dreams, find the hope, and find the God who can, who can keep you in that rest. See, you can choose to chase money or you can live life with dreams to reach, with goals to fulfill, with life to enjoy, and when you live life full of God and joy, money becomes the byproduct of your life. You hear me? When you truly enjoy your life, money becomes the byproduct because you you will understand, I need to rest to analyze my life again, to see where I am, to see where, where the goals I haven't reached, You're not just surviving. You're not just cranking. I just gotta cry. I just gotta survive. I just gotta survive. I just gotta survive. You see, you can live chasing money or you can live. That's it. Live. Just live. Getting up in the morning and live. And when you live, uh, in understanding that God is your father and he will restore you back to life and he will give you his rope and he will give you his signet ring and he says, you're still my son. Let me give you rest. Let me give you a little bit of faith that you lost. Let me give you a little bit of uh, back to wisdom that you have, it's already inside you. Let me unlock that. And I want you to dream again. I want you to 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 see your future again. And that's where life can take turn and you can start to understand, man, if I live life like that, I have goals. I have, yes, there's the things, there's still work, but it's not just surviving. It's living. And when you live life enjoy joy, money and everything else is byproduct of your own life. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine in you, be gracious to you, turn his face toward you and give you his mighty peace, live a joy in your life.